Oh, did you hear that? Yep. Nice, Matt Copes. I'm Andrew Baxter. And this, this is, is Puppies, Puppies and, watermelon. and Watermelon. What are we talking about this week, Copes? Ah, that's a good question. I'm glad you asked it. This week, we are talking about the deaths, the deaths, the death of rock and roll. We're talking about what makes us want to listen to podcasts. Mm, I'd like to know that one. We're going to talk about um, the Nintendo Power Glove. Nintendo Power Glove? Mm-hmm. Okay, and we're also going to talk about what we want to get out of games. What we're, sorry, what we want to get out of making games. So it sounds like another good episode. Sounds like Can't probably, wait to hear it. Sounds like the best episode yet. Yeah. We can have that certified on a iTunes most downloaded podcast ever. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. How have you been? Been great. You going alright? Haven't seen you. Haven't seen you. Well, I've seen. I've been here yeah, for the last couple of hours. Yeah, but, well, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, but we don't need to tell everyone about that. Nah, things have been good. Um, it's probably the soonest recording we've done since the last one. Yep, that's how time works. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Except Once we record one, the next one we record is the next one. But the listeners won't know about this. This is behind the scenes stuff. Yep. But so we're, we're letting you behind, you know, behind the scenes, just letting you in a little bit. But what I want to talk about, most importantly, is... I can't even remember my first topic. The death of rock and roll. Death of rock and roll. What yep. you talk, which death of rock and roll are you talking about now? Well, I was thinking because it's more of a metaphor, but... When I was growing up as a kid, we every Christmas we'd get a pair of boxer shorts. Like everyone, you know, what was it, your staple presents that your parents gave you? Uh, staple presents, uh, stuff, chocolate. I, I literally would just be chocolate. Chocolate was it like because uh, I think the token thing you get for like dads is like jocks and socks. That's what you hear, right? Oh yeah, no, I'd I'd get, I'd get the odd you know socks or mm-hmm. jumper. Jumper was quite often. You know, here's another hoodie. You're like hey, you know what, like. Socks and socks would be a fantastic present. I keep I keep on putting them down for Secret Santa at work. Yeah. And I, in serious, like I actually, if you could just yeah. get me a nice pair of socks. Yeah. A plus. Or, or like get me one of those like thirty dollar jocks. Like I don't get I don't buy jocks by the individual. I get them by the bulk pack, bulk pay and yeah. save. So if you can get me a nice pair. Yeah. Oh man, imagine that. So you know what to get us for Christmas now. Get me a pair of jocks. Just, get us a just nice one pair of those of single serving packets. That's a ridiculous amount of money to pay for jocks. It is. However. They protect a lot of the important parts of your body. And you wear them a lot. Almost all the time. So I've thought about this quite a lot. When you're buying clothes and you're looking like, oh, this, this shirt's like 90, 90 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. And then I'm realizing if, it, if it's a work shirt, I'm going to be wearing it a lot. So like mm-hmm. the per hour cost is like 50 cents. Minimal. Yeah. That it's, happens. Yeah. And jocks and socks definitely fall into that category for sure. And it's, you, 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 but you do get free socks quite quickly, I've found. Yeah, and there is such thing as bad jocks and bad socks. Yes, the ones which wear out after one use, which I have had. Mm. I've had socks, although they were from a loot crate. So I oh, you can't really, yeah. yeah. Can't. can't really complain too much about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, long story short, that was a bit of a segue. Um, we, one of our ones was we get a different boxer short each Christmas. I'm not sure if this is intentional or not, but... And they boxes are cool because they can be themed. They got cool designs on them, so they'd be like. So you get like. My big one was I love the Tasmanian Devil. So I got like Tazzy Devil. He's a Looney Tunes character. You mean the yeah? I was about to say the yeah, cartoon. yeah. So like, uh, yeah, that would have been weird. Like the <laughs> no, mammal. It's like just on there. Just, just love yeah. them. Just I want them all over my yeah. garage. Yeah. And so sometimes I get like Adelaide Crows ones because they're the footy terms. But there's all the different like companies and and logos and all that. And then I didn't wear boxer shots for a while. I just. I went, I went straight to the, I just 
well, Jockstabber, just they were easier than the boxer shorts, right? But lately, I was like, man, I want to get back into the boxer shorts again. Because how cool are they? So silky, so nice and yeah. nice to the touch. I'm wondering where you're going with this. Well, you go to the shops and there used to be a big range of boxer shorts. And now there's only a little range. Which shop were you in? Well, you'd only go to like Target or Kmart or stuff okay. like that. They, but, they still have a... Well, I suppose they oh, have quite like a range, dogs. but it used to be like a thing. And I always thought it was just everyone wore boxer shorts. Like my granddad would have worn boxer shorts when he was younger. Like everyone is just a thing that you wear. It's like underwear. Like underwear it, haven't come in and is, out of fashion. It they is just underwear. is. It well, is that's the thing. And, and you used to like... I used to always wear it. It would probably have been like teens and early 20s. Is like you'd wear boxer shorts under your jeans. Did you ever do that? Like going out. Yeah. I remember being in Northbridge and having boxes under my jeans. I'm trying just, to... Yes, that doesn't seem weird to me at all. Like, okay, 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 under, yeah. Just, okay, yeah. Well, I'm glad we both agree. Yeah. But here's the thing. <laughs> like, boxes... Did you know boxes were a fad? The loose ones? No, just boxes in general. They're still around. No, people don't wear them like they used to. What do you mean? Like, I always thought that every dad wore boxes. Right. How many dads do you reckon wear boxers now? I I used to think that boxers weren't what dads wore. I thought that's what younger people... The cool wore. kids wore. Yeah. Okay, maybe my dad was a cool kid. I'm not sure. Maybe. Yeah, I think he is. Maybe it's just changing the times. Um, but well, what I'm getting at is that uh, something that I thought was so normal, turns out it was just something that came into fashion and is now lingering in fashion for those weird people that still want it. But on the most part, young people don't wear boxers. Most people don't wear boxes, and it's not really a thing anymore. What what what, what do you think's replaced? What you what in your mind has replaced it then? If that's not what people wear, not wearing boxes. Okay, what are they wearing instead? Just jocks. Just jock. What do you mean by jocks? That jocks in, in my head means means literally any kind of pants. Oh, I could. Oh, no, jocks are like underwear. Like it could be hip, hipster briefs. Could be the the sh- mini short style ones, but just not silky. Well, it's, it's nice for you to show me what you're wearing, Coates, but... Uh. <laughs> like these ones. Um, <laughs> and it got me thinking, like, is rock and roll in the same vein? Like, was rock and roll a fad? Would you mean music? Rock and roll as a genre of music. Well, yeah, because it's always changing. More stuff is turning up. The rock and roll, I just thought, was a thing that was going to be forever. Are you talking about just, like, rock in general? That's yeah. still that's still going to be for it. Well, no. but not as big as it was. It was like like in it would have been that every every song had drum uh, drums, guitar, bass, singer. Uh, there was still pop. There was always okay. pop. You got a point. But pop's now the one which is thrown at us all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's the ones that all the all the advertising stuff are trying to say. Jesus, Christ, what oh, are you I doing to that? Do that. that one. As a, just a little earthquake there. Just Apologies. Pull your, pull your, pull your pop shit. There, there we go. go. My pop shit. Um, just, just breaks up. No, so maybe I'm talking complete shit, but... Uh, but you think rock and roll... Uh, why do you... Uh, I don't think I rock don't, and roll is coming back in a big way ever. I think it's something that people way, will no. reminisce about. Pop will get heavier every now and then. And stuff will turn up. Every and now will and then pop be, disappear? There'll be a big... By definition... It won't. <laughs> well, I guess yeah. pop is whatever's current. Pop is pop is popular music, so yeah, that was that will always be around, but it will change. I've seen some pop artists are actually good again. 
Yeah. Some of them. It's not all terrible stuff. There's some mass mass produced crap out there which all sounds the same. But there's also some people like um, what was the one I always used, always used Justin to say? Justin Bieber. Like Lord. No, not Justin Bieber. <laughs> not Justin Bieber. Taylor Swift. She's great. He, he, yeah, she's great. I don't she's even hear great. what music she sings. She's great. When she was country, when she was great, now she's not as good, but she's still pretty good for pop. She's pretty uh, good, all right. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if I know of, if there's any male pop singers that I like, and I'm drawing a blank. One so, Direction. No. Come on, some of their songs are pretty catchy. They're catchy, but that doesn't mean I like them. Yeah, I'm, I've played a few. Do of you know them. what else is catchy? Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. That is catchy. The Batman theme. That's catchy as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Try having. I you were gonna say? Do you know what else is catchy? AIDS. I should have. Oh, That's what I should have said. <laughs> uh, who sings that? <laughs> uh, so that's. But some some pop's good. It's just coming around Let's again. Segway on to our next topic: AIDS. AIDS. No, that was not on the list. I, was, that, that's, that's, I think that's on the naughty list, isn't it? Uh, so what you're saying? I can't remember. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was going to say pop. Pop's coming up. But if you think rock's going to come back, it's never going to come back in the same way. Mm-hmm. But there's still there's still big rock bands out there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's still some that i know there's, there's going to be more that become huge mm-hmm. because there is a very big following for it maybe one day it's time will come but that, maybe that'll be when all music is just straightly transmitted straight out of people's heads they don't have they don't need there's no there's pro no tools anymore audio, or mm. anything they can just plug in and just transmit music like a silent disco but in yeah, your head and then just put it straight into people's vr headsets mm-hmm Oh, I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, true, true. true. So I mean, I'm not... Remember, I'm and remember, not, let's not forget that eventually the whole universe is going to end. There won't be any music anyway. There's that uplifting note permanent. to worry about. <laughs> yes. There we is are all temporary. Is that, is, that, is that cheerful enough? Yeah, that's great. That's okay. great. <laughs> so you just, think, you just think it's going to go away and it's just going to fade away and drain away and just suddenly go... Yep, gone. I think it's going to be something that, that um, people... Uh, reminisce about like when 96 FM the big the, the whole thing is about like we play real music like nothing not electronic stuff but that's just a, a style of music that was once popular I, I, I don't know I'm pretty there's some ED, EDM that I'm really into oh me too some, me some too. stuff out there Mine and there's a lot of uh, dare I say traditional music like with instruments that I don't like and I think it's rather God, boring. Name and shame. Nope. Because <laughs> then people will name and shame no, me. You're, you're going to get some, gonna say something and someone's going to come out back at you and say, that's, no, that's a good band. Yeah. I know Devonish has a much larger appreciation <laughs> to music and he'll easily be able to tell me how wrong easily I am. He'll be able to school you and just that's say, no, it. no, you like this, this song by then. And I like, I like having my opinion and thinking it's right. So I like to keep it that way. That's how everyone wants it. Everyone's that's the good thing about this podcast is that we can say whatever we want. Yeah, and no one can tell us otherwise. Well, they can have they can rage at us on Twitter. That's 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 true. Or they could create another podcast just to rage about us. Well, yeah, but then if they do that, then maybe that would promote our podcast because people would hear that. And I'd be, be all like, about that. I mm-hmm. want to hear what these guys are complaining about. So that could be good. So if someone wants to start a podcast, watermelon like, and puppies. Uh, yeah, an anti anti us podcast. Go for it. Might actually be good to listen to. <laughs> I might become a fan. <laughs> <That'd be> interesting. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I wasn't there for this one. 
Uh, it's still listening to this one still sometimes you're just like oh I don't remember talking about this yeah even like when you sent me the cut like a couple of days later I uh, wasn't couldn't remember what we talked about so it was, it's always good fun listening to it the first e- time every single time I can it, and there might be some stuff that I'm like I remember talking about this and this and this but every single time I go for the edit I'm just get to a point and go I literally have no memory of talking about this <laughs> that, that that one was gone who is this person but I want to talk about that sometime what what I want to talk about what makes us want to listen to podcasts. Right, yeah, yeah. I think we've touched on it before, but we've never really gone that far into it. Yeah. And like, if you think about the podcasts that you listen to, what what are the main, like, give me three big podcasts you listen to. Uh, the ones I look forward to the most are Fizzle, which mm-hmm. is like a indie business one. Love that. That's probably my favorite. I look forward to that every week. Then, ooh, probably... Penny Arcade, which is uh, one of the oldest web comics. They kind of talk about them while they're brainstorming the comic idea, which is pretty good. So that's what business stuff, comic stuff, and oh, if it came more, it would be uh, uh, developer notes. Deve- uh, What's it called? Designer notes. Designer notes. Designer notes. Now, I, I love that, but unfortunately, it's very sporadic. But um, a large contingency of mine are either comics or games. I listened to another one of those, which was the one by the guy who founded Westwood. Uh huh. Oh, that was that was such a nostalgia trip for me. Oh, what games? He's there talking. He's there talking about Command and Conquer, and I'm just. just oh, I haven't myself. heard that one. I'm gonna forget it. Oh, damn, loving it. Oh, it's, it's, it's a great one to listen to. Mm-hmm. God, he's got some stories. I was just listening, and like when he's talking about how he's Command and Conquer came about and how he had to change things and. Dune 2 was how Dune 2 nearly didn't happen. And you're just like, ah. I have fantasies <laughs> of like being, because I hear this a lot with people that do podcasts, that especially those interview style ones, which mm. are good and bad. Like you kind of get sick of them, especially, do you have several podcasts where maybe this is just the online business scene, but like there'll be someone who's written a book and he appears on every single podcast that week. And he just does the rounds. Well, yeah. And you kind of hear the same story over and over. So that kind of interview, don't really like it. But when they interview someone that's done something that you know from ages ago, that there's no relevant or necessary for them to be on there right now. Like they're not promoting anything they've done right now, just something they've done in the past. So like I'd, I'd love to be able to one day like have a reason to contact all these people that made things that I love and go like, let me be this awkward person that can't ask a question to you, but <laughs> let and me pretend and, to be friends. Let me try and fudge my way through. An <laughs> That's interview. right. Oh, I love the design notes one because when they're talking about they, they he actually most, knows what he's talking about. Well, yeah, <laughs> but, but also, a lot of these people started designing stuff a very long time ago, mm-hmm. computer-wise. So they're talking about to start off with. They're talking about how they're having to do it in very old programming styles and fit in certain things. They're very technical. Accessing and then as memory. It, as, and then as it moves on, they just start talking about all the new uh, the the new technology and stuff like and then the uh, oh, what was his name the guy the, the one I just listened to he they at the end they're talking about VR mm-hmm. and about where they think that's going to go and it's just so interesting hearing someone talk about what they how they started in computing and like all these really you know really great coding things and uh, computing stuff and I'm just I'm loving that and then they get on there talking about the future and stuff and like what do you think VR is going to do I'm like oh that's great. a great podcast, yeah. And you just listen to it, just go, ah, please give me more. Do you listen to the Idle Thumbs podcast at all? No, I, f- no. 
No, the, I think I they're. Don't, the, I don't understand the. You've mentioned it exactly how. I think they're like the umbrella uh, brand of of designer notes. I think, but anyway, they. I think they're ending their show after several hundred episodes or something. It's kind of a sad moment. I think they're continuing and, and doing other stuff. But yeah, um, I guess it's kind of that time where these podcasts that have been around since '09 or '10. And they're just this many years old, and now they can no longer spend time on it. So well, if they've, they've reached the end of a life cycle, it's it's pretty sad to think. But again, if nothing can go on forever. Podcasts give the illusion that they will, because unlike some other things like TV or films, which kind of you know, a film, you know, if it gets released, usually it might get a trilogy. I mean, so some films like Star Wars and the Marvel films, they're going to keep on going to a point. Mm-hmm. But podcasts give this illusion that. One's coming out every week or every month. And you're like, well, when are they going to stop? They're never going to stop. You're like, well, eventually that person's going to die. <laughs> yeah, true. Like, it might be in 50 years, more, less, you know. But are they going to be releasing it for more all of that time? More likely they'll give up before then. Yeah. It's like this, I wonder when this podcast, like, it'll end at some stage. Yeah, it will eventually. There will have to, it will not survive past the heat death of the universe. That is true. We've established that. So yeah, we'll, we, we'll we don't know. End. We don't know what the number is, but we could say this is podcast number nineteen out of, and then just put a question mark. We don't uh-huh. know what it is yet. Yeah, but there will be a number. Yeah, that's a nice kind one of morbid. To think. Yeah, it is really positive. So these are limited edition now. <laughs> Not many left. Get them while you can. Make, we're only going to make so many. <laughs> Come and get them. Yeah. Uh, oh, where are we even going with that? Oh, what, what, um, oh why, why are you like... What's your top three? What's your top My three? top three uh, a bit different. So I've got Hello Internet at the top of this. That's the one oh, that I'm most excited man, about. Man, Nat loves that podcast. Does she? No. Oh, I, was, <laughs> I was about to say, I was like... I play it because yeah. they got very distinctive voices. And I don't even really listen to them anymore. I've listened to a few episodes, um, but I just haven't had the time to, to get into them because you kind of listen to it for a while and you like who you're listening to, yeah. and that's why you listen to it. And uh, she obviously... Well, we listened to it one road trip. And there was this one story, I think it was the story where they're in the Maldives and he, one of them was in the Maldives on a holiday and to impress his partner, he um, s- jumped off the jetty and swam to their ladder yeah. of their of the thing to impress, him, impress her like she was coming out of the ocean to like greet mm. her. And Nat thought that was the most boringest <laughs> discussion because it was, went for like 10. I, I, I loved was, it. I was just about to say, I distinctly remember having yeah. that conversation with Nat. And her oh, going, do you, yeah. And now like I just press play and I, I give it like, or seven seconds and she's like nope turn it off <laughs> oh cool. I, I love it I, yeah yeah that one is 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 again the one i most look forward to because that i can see where you're coming from if you don't know who they are then exactly. it's, just, it's just two guys talking i mean i'm willing to give it time but yeah but if, if you're into it then it's just well they're just they're also they're two very interesting guys mm-hmm. and they're you quite often talking about stuff that interests me and you just like it's just nice to have another opinion on it mm-hmm. sometimes I'm, I'm listening to it and i disagree with them and it makes you really angry yeah, I hate that feeling of when you're watching something and then they ask some idle question and it's an answer something you really know, and then they start making off, you know, they're making speculations and they're making jokes and you're just like, no, you don't know what you're doing, it's all wrong. And then five minutes later, they'll be talking about something you don't know about, doing the exact same thing and you don't care, or you're just assuming they're correct, but they could be wrong yep, every time. Yep. Yeah, but you just want to listen to it because you're like, these are two guys that I want to hang out with. I can't, but I can just sit there and be like, mm-hmm. oh gonna listen to them chatting about stuff that's interested me for a while i think that's yeah i think that is it's definitely got someone that you resonate with like mm. you like their values or the way they talk or their humor um and i i feel like podcasts 
also have a kind of discovery bias in terms of not only listening to podcasts in the first place, but also what shows you're going to listen to is that like, if, if someone doesn't listen to podcasts, yeah. say Nat, and she's like, why would I listen to podcasts? If I try and explain to her, there's a very sl- uh, slim chance that uh, not necessarily her, but anyone would get into podcasts because of my conversation. Yeah. They almost need to find a show that interests them, get into it naturally themselves and then be introduced. It's it's a hard thing to convince someone the what because I love podcasts, and the reason I love them is because I got sick of listening to commercial radio, exactly the same, nonstop skipping shows for for ads, and also listening to music that I don't really like. And here I could instead listen to people talk about like obscure topics that interest me immensely, and. That's how that's how I commute. I just listen to podcasts. And you just need to find that one podcast that interests you. Yep. And the reason it's hard as well, if you're trying to convince someone else, they're very unlikely to share that. Right, top, share the same interest as you. Yeah. So you need you need to be not be talking to them about that one, which you can't help it. That's the one you're always talking. About. Right. Yeah. I mean, the same. The novel, my second one would be the Rooster Teeth podcast, mm-hmm. and the, but that's the same thing as Hello Internet, where it's it's people that I enjoy listening to their conversations about the things they talk about so they quite often talk about what Rooster Teeth is doing in technology and you know films that are coming out games that are coming out and that's stuff that interests me and when they're talking about it I like to listen mm-hmm. so you just just like I'm going to have myself a bit of a going to just eavesdrop into someone else's conversation it's going to interest just me just be that creepy guy in the corner yep who's sitting at the next table alone drinking a beer and it's, it's just so good yeah. But you you need to find that one that interests you, and not it's not gonna be the same for anyone. That's true. Yeah, you have different and, ones. And and then they say like, what? what okay, I'll, I'll listen to podcasts. And what can I listen to? It's like, well, literally anything. Yeah, you just have to search for it. Like, what, what what's interests you? I'm like sure you can find. There podcasts are for so that. many podcasts about the most randomest things. Yeah, I I found out about a podcast just about James Bond. Really? Yeah. I can't remember where I found. I found. Um, I think I found it on a review somewhere or something. It's, it's they're just talking for hours and ends. And like there was one episode. It was a couple of hours, and it was on the theme, the James Bond theme. Not just uh, the James Bond theme in general. Though. It was about the James Bond theme in one of the films. I think it might have been Doctor No. <laughs> so they just spent two hours. I don't know. I I haven't listened to it. So maybe they took talk about other things as well. Mm-hmm. Be like if you, if you're into James Bond, you can just listen to that, and that is going to be your Nirvana for about two hours. Um, yeah, two hours is a long time for a for a novice podcaster. Mm-hmm. Or a novice podcastee? A, Podca- would it be a, uh, who's a listener? Podcastee. Podcastee. A, a, a novice podcastee. I like yeah. that one. Podcast. A novice podcastee. You want to be looking at like 30, 40 minutes. Yeah, an hour kind of puts you off. That's kept yeah. me off Hello Internet for a while just because I don't want to dedicate like an hour. up to two hours, yeah. Yeah, but, but when then, you find a show that you like and it's an hour or two, it's like, Hell yes. And then you'll start working your way up and then you'll be like, so before you know it, you're listening to two-hour podcasts. And then you, and if you listen to Dan Carlin's, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, I just got one of those that's nearly six hours long. Ooh, I've heard. And it's, it's a great podcast, but you have, to, you have to break them up. You can't listen to them all in one go. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you're going to be late for work. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to try and listen to that. But if you just listen to it in, you know, 30, 40-minute chunks. Mm-hmm. You get through it eventually. I mean, he did a great one, a great series on the First World War, where he's going through the First World War. And that one was so 
I was so engaged in that because when he was when he was talking um, words at the beginning of that he was talking the way he was talking about the World War One he was explaining how it was basically very different to what in my head the World War World War One is. is I mean it was four years long so mm-hmm. it changed a lot mm-hmm. but the way he was talking about it and going into how people in that situation felt. And that's what more what he focused on was how it affected different people. Sort of yeah, people, I've heard that people, he does that angle, yeah. And that was, it's just so interesting. You're just going on. And yeah, so I listened to about eight hours or so of that. It was in a couple of parts. And it never got really got boring as such. I mean, probably because I wasn't able to listen to enough of it in one go. Mm-hmm. Uh, when one of those comes out, though, it just screws up my backlog of podcasts. That's the other thing. You soon find that you follow a lot of podcasts, and yeah. I think I've got 60 hours to get through. Mm. And then I just do a Carl, and it's like, man, yeah, all I'm, these things I want to listen to. I've had to start doing a Carl. I've just taken the Free Economics podcast off mine. Cause I yeah, I just took it off, took off Radio yeah. Lab. And I mean, they're two of the biggest podcasts on the internet. I'm like, oh, they're just not on the top of my yeah, list. I just don't, you know, you can tell, I've been doing it for months, so it turns up, and it's like, yeah, I haven't got time for that, I'm just deleting it. Yeah. And then you get to the point, you're like, I'm, I'm not listening to these at all. Why have I got them there? See, I'm going to get rid of them. And there's other, some other podcasts, like, I'll listen to them sometimes, but other times I just, nah, I'll just get rid of them. And I do wonder, like, where we are on the bell curve of podcasts. I think I'm quite low. I remember speaking to someone and they showed me their Overcast. Oh, no, sorry. Continue. Yeah. And we talked about, talk about that Overcast and then then a number of hours skipped was like 400 and something hours skipped. Mm-hmm. And that that's just in Overcast smart speed. So it's just taking out all the pauses. Right. So anytime there's a blank space, it just cuts it out. And you get through podcasts a lot quicker. And most of the time, you don't notice. Some podcasts, it sounds a bit weird because it get, you can kind of hear the cuts. Mm-hmm. But I'll, but usually, it's, you, you don't notice it at all. It just speeds up. So it shows you how many hours you've skipped. I think I've saved like 13 hours or something. Mm-hmm. And he'd done 400. <whistles> and that was just the pauses in his podcast. And where do you think we are in the bell curve of the podcast uh, industry, for lack of a better word? Like, in terms of the timeline of podcasts oh, existing. Oh, do you think it's going to think it's, bigger it's, or smaller? Do you think it's going up, or do you think it's peaked, or do you think it's on its way down? I think it's going up. Yeah? I think it's going to change quite a lot, though. And I think it has as you said, to. With, with some, pod, some of the really early podcasts are starting to shut down. Mm-hmm. And there is going to be some big podcasts that kind of go off. But there's going to be, every now and then, there's going to be a new one that comes up. And then some that die away. Most. But I reckon overall it's going to go up and up as they get more accessible. I mean, there were moments for us recording earlier that we just had like a couple of months break. We just didn't get yeah. around to recording. Like you can very easily see it happening, especially the the solo ones that people do. Like if and, they just lose the and motivation. especially because like, there's not. I mean, some of the really big podcasts have quite a lot of revenue coming in, but some podcasts get must get barely anything. I think most, yeah. So, and what's to stop someone just going, ah, oh, bored of this, I'm just going to stop yeah, releasing what it. what am I wasting my time, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's weird. I was going to check how many hours I've skipped on Overcast. 17. Hmm. Smart Speed has saved you seven, an extra 17 hours beyond speed adjustments alone. And I've been listening to that, using that app for two and a half years. Although my, the amount of podcasts I listen to comes and goes. Mm-hmm. I, I, I found a balance at one point where I was keeping up with them and then I stopped listening to them as much a little bit and then it kind of built up again. And it, so it just starts bouncing around. Sometimes I have 13 podcasts to listen to. Every now and then I might get down to zero. But it will take <laughs> it will take at least one session of just going, I'm just going to listen to these last three. I find I can't listen to podcasts while I'm trying to do work. 
like if I'm trying to draw or, or write something, because yeah. I'm not, I, I do those things with music because I can just like have it as background noise. Just annoying, but often yeah. like I want to hear the podcast. I want to listen about what they're doing. I don't want to mm. tune out and then tune back in there halfway through another conversation. There's some podcasts I do that with though. Mm-hmm. Some podcasts I'm like, I'll just have that on in the background. It's all right if I dip in and out like a swimming pool. Just to go for a little dip. Yep, just go for a little dip. If you want to stay in for a bit longer, stay in for a bit longer. Every now and then, get out, get go yourself for a little beer. skinny dip. Yep. Yep. Clothing optional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I listen to quite a lot of podcasts in my office at work, so that clothing isn't optional there, <laughs> but elsewhere, maybe. And it was your reasons uh, to answer the question. Your reasons were mostly the same as mine, were they? Your no, reasons I think they were quite different, actually. What's your reasons for listening? My reasons were just because I want. I want to listen to. Oh, actually, I suppose they are, but from different directions. I want to listen to, not just any anyone, but mm-hmm. there's certain people that I find interesting, and I want to hear them talk about things that interest me. Mm-hmm. I have found that um, I may have mentioned this briefly on here before, but like, uh, I don't really find time to play video games these days. Pretty much ever. Like, I think last time I played was when I played Red Dead Redemption, which was... Ooh, yeah, how's that going? For probably. Oh, I haven't played it since then. Probably, <laughs> I don't know, three months ago? Oh, and haven't played a video game since. But I know quite a lot about all the upcoming games, games that are happening around the place. Just because I listen to podcasts, they, they talk about it, and these people have opinions. And so I have very strong opinions about certain games that I've never seen, just because I trust the people that I'm listening to. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty interesting. So I suppose I've done that as well a little bit with like with some how well bleh, bleh, with some of the people that I listen to, they're talking about games. I mean, there's some games. Overwatch is a game that I've heard a lot about, and yeah, I'm like, oh, I haven't I've got time seen for that. it. I haven't even seen I'm, it. Yeah, I don't think I have either. And I'm just like, I don't got time for that. Heard good stuff. So I'm just gonna have to. Uh, that, I'm just gonna have to miss out on that <laughs> on that entirely. Like, anytime anyone's talking about it, I'll just be there going, oh, I don't know. Just live vicariously through it. Yep. And then there's other other games when I'm just like, yes, I I might get to play that in six months when I get around to it. Please don't please don't spoil it for me. Yeah, that's a good segue. I've got a little um, video I want to show you, and we can do the the, the microphone pick up the audio because the audio is pretty good on this. Now let me just get it. We're gonna play another YouTube video on. Yeah, on and this will be people, people love that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, let me let me just hear their opinion. Oh, they said it's fine. Cool. That's good. That's cool. fine. Uh, I'm just searching a. a a friend from work sent me this video during work for the Nintendo Power Glove. Uh, here's the commercial. So is this anything to do with the, with the Switch? No, this is the NES. No, what? The original Nintendo. NES? Yep, NES. Yeah, that looks pretty 80s. I'm pretty sure I remember seeing this. Yeah, I've seen this before. I, I didn't think it was real. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like so stupid. Bam. <laughs> like, how amazing uh, is that? I wonder why it didn't take off. I wonder. But, like, talking to fads, like, it kind of looked like VR there for a second. Like, Did it? I wonder if VR is going to be a fa- like, I mean, He was loving it. They had that in front of a big, pretty big screen. I don't think anyone had screens That's that big true. at that time. That is true. Um, I once saw a, a, a picture of, I think it was in America, because they had big devil story houses, and they got this huge uh, 
side of the house had no windows and they projected Mario Kart onto it and they oh. played four player Mario Kart. How epic would that be? That would be awesome. I remember, do remember one time in, uh, in school when I was in sixth form, I just took my Xbox in. I started taking it in a lot in yeah. my third year because I had a lot of spare time. But the first time I just took my Xbox in, I was just like, that, uh, that projector on that smart board, that, that runs off a three pin connector, which my, uh, my Xbox Mm-hmm. has so i'm just gonna go put that in and uh oh look we're just gonna play some play some halo and we're doing this in our form room so when everyone came in for registration they were just like oh well this is cool and suddenly we're just having everyone just playing four player halo oh nice just, how long could you play for oh i think half an hour no no we, we in the end we were just like well this room's free we're just gonna play halo for an nice. hour nice that, that would have never that, went never never survived at our school well this was when i was in sit form so we had three periods okay, okay. we had time because we would only be doing mo- do. at most four, actually, was I doing five? Well, four courses at once. Mm-hmm. So your idea was you had time in the school day when you weren't in a lesson, when you were meant to be doing work. Mm-hmm. It was like, this time is for you to do work in. Mm-hmm. But obviously, they were just I like, Halo. Just yeah. Yep. Um, and later on in my school career, Rock Band and Guitar Hero. I remember that when that was in its prime. That was... Mm. Yeah, it was good times. That was so good. And it was quite pe- a good party game. When people were impressed at how if, yeah. you, if you were good instead of now when they just look at you a bit weird. It wasn't, yeah. <laughs> just speaking of chords, you just reminded me, I was talking with Dad uh, a few weeks ago because we went to Bali a couple of weeks ago and I, had to talk, I took my iPad because we were doing duty-free stuff with it and we needed to, because Bali's got a different uh, power adapter. So I'm kind of figuring out what I was going to do with with my Apple cords because the Apple products have their transformer in a box, usually it plugs straight into the wall. Yep. You know how it's got that little piece that disconnects from that box. Yeah, it's not easy to get out of it though, is it? No, but here's the thing, right? Once you take that out, do you know how? Oh, you might not have seen. We might have seen the laptop. So in yep. the iPad version or the phone version, that box directly goes into the wall. It's just this tiny little. But that's kind of sucky if the PowerPoint is really close to the ground or close to a skirting board because that box sometimes doesn't fit. The laptops have a... You can take off that piece and put in a secondary piece that has a longer cord and attaches to the wall. I'm not sure if you've seen that's with Tammy's MacBook. Nope. But it's a... But I believe you. A longer cord, yep. But anyway, if you don't have one of those, if you have like the iPad or iPhone, you can actually take off that uh, little socket off the box and yep. you can plug in a normal dead cord of the figure eight, but you know, like like the old PlayStation, the power cord for the PlayStation. You know, with the two two circles next to each other. Kettle lead. Is that uh, called well, a kettle? Kind of a ke- It's not really a kettle lead, but yep, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Just the standard plug. Yep. That plugs into the Mac charger. Well, it makes sense because they just want it to be universal. So yeah, but they, it, but when you see the Mac charger, you think, man, this is a custom thing that they. Yeah, but yeah, it's not. But it's in their advantage to do that because if they make it so that it gets so it's got that universal adapter on the end, mm-hmm. when they want to sell it across multiple regions, they have to sell just that or make just that transformer. That's the only option they have to make, and then they just put an extra bit on the end. That and is that's true. A it's bit very of changes. Sim- yeah, and that's so with my with things like my laptop and my Xbox, I was I converted them over to Australia when I moved over here by doing that. Mm-hmm. It took me a while to cotton on. I was just like, oh, you, you know. How you've been annoyed all this time that your power lead is in two parts. There's a reason for that. So you can change the part that plugs into the wall. Very different. It took me a while to realize this. And then I was like, oh, 
I, all the time I'll be complaining that I need adapters or everything. I can just completely get new leads. Yeah, mm. get new leads. They cost like five five bucks. That is true. You can do that with all transformers. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. So you look at it and you go, oh, it came, it came with this lead. This is the lead for it. And you go, no, that's that's not. Mm-hmm. You this bit on the end, you can replace that with anything. And you probably get them bulk cheap on eBay. I'm pretty sure mm. or Amazon. Or- you must be able to. I can't remember. I think there's one more thing down there somewhere that's running on UK. I think it's my original Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, I, I I need to change that over there because having a Australian plugs by themselves are dangerous enough. Having an adapter on there is like just making the problem worse. <laughs> How how much can I see if this this plug's gonna fall out by itself and just arc across the place, make some sparks? Yeah, it does nice. feel crazy when you start putting adapters on adapters, and you're like, oh. Yeah, when you're running like how many thousands of dollars worth of equipment yeah, for your one device. plug? Yeah, uh, it's probably not worth it. Yeah. What is it with houses over here having so few plugs? Yeah. So if you sorry, I mean this. So this room in here has one, two, three, and this is my living room slash dining room uh-huh. and it's got three oh no there's, there's one more down there four uh-huh. only one of them is by the tv so i'm having to run uh, heaps and heaps course. of stuff through that and then i've got one for the computer stuff in my bedroom there is literally only one hmm. so we're having to run and, and it's it's in a really awkward place as well where do you want it you want it right next to the bed so you can just run your cables up charge your phone uh, but then again when was this house built probably a while ago and when like did they have phones that we needed no. to put by our bedside like do you have your phone by your bedside yep do we need that no nope. i'll do the same thing like really don't, uh, and every now and then i think i'm going to start being really good i'm going to get myself a new alarm clock because that's why i have it beside my bed. exactly for that's what we alarm. tell ourselves i go i'm just gonna get myself a new alarm clock like the one you know ones i used to have before i had a phone yeah. and they cost like three dollars from kmart it's yeah, ridiculous they're really nothing and then i can have my phone charging away from my anywhere bed. and else. then i don't have to have Oh, I'm going to have to find a charger. Why is the charger not next to the bed? I need something to plug it into. Oh, this extension leads unplugged itself. We're going to need to go plug it in. Door closed. So I just need to go do all that just before bed when you wanted to go to sleep. And then in the morning, you have to unplug everything and put all that. It does suck having so many things you have to charge all the time. Yeah, devices. Especially when my phone now doesn't really last a whole day anymore. Yeah, you have to continually monitor it. I turn mine off when I don't use it. I'm having to charge it at work. Yeah. So I just it, another thing I have to take to work is a phone charging cable. My watch lasts two days. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But the phone just doesn't. It it was, and then I got an Apple Watch. That I think is. Or Bluetooth but, connections. Yeah, drain. so it's, it's Bluetooth yeah. on all the time. So that's draining the battery to the point where it won't last a day. I remember when I first got the smartphone, uh, I would turn Wi-Fi off every time I left the house. Because mm. Wi-Fi was known to drain. So maybe we've just been complacent. Like we've stopped. You mean we should just start doing that again? We, you can make it last longer if you do that. Yeah. But that's not... That, that's that's kind of fixing one problem and creating another one. It does suck having to turn it on and off. Yeah, <laughs> having to remember Wi-Fi. to turn it on and off. Having yeah. to... Like, going into all the settings and changing these things. What I really want is I just want enough battery to last all that time. Mm-hmm. And It'd be good if you there, just wake up, work. take it, and plug it in that night. Yeah. Being yeah. able to charge it in the car helps. But then I do stupid things like I have, you know, GPS on the whole time while Bluetooth transmitting a podcast mm. while downloading the latest podcast. It's not the smartest thing to be doing. Yeah, it's all good. And if you've got it in your car, especially in Perth here, if it's in the windscreen, that, that can overheat. 
Yes. Sometimes. I've definitely had mine shut down yeah. uh, all, all the time, actually. It just It does not like being hot. Uh, so it's been times like that when you're looking at it going, why is there no way to really cool a smartphone? Uh, uh, all you can really do is hold it in the air co- in, and in front of the air conditioning. And what is it being up there in the dash that makes it hot? Are you talking about like where your speedometer is? Oh, so if it's in the window, it will happen. So... It hap- It just starts to get warm if you're doing things like navigating on it whilst you're whilst using Bluetooth, yeah. and if you're running some video on it as well, it's just doing a lot of stuff. So mm. it's got a processor in it that's going to heat up, and it hasn't got anything cooling it as such because it hasn't got any space in there for any fans or anything. Mm-hmm. Granted, to have that stuff, it would have to be bigger and it would be noisy as well. <laughs> but it's just you're just looking at it going. I just need a way to cool this down, and there's some kind of heat sink to put it on. Yeah. I mean, you spend how many hundreds of dollars on a phone? It's well, just got that's no That's probably cooling. why you can get some adapters for your car. You know, the ones, ones you stick on your window. Mm. You can get ones that plug into the air vents. Pretty smart. Yeah, it's pretty smart. Just I didn't really think down. about that. Yeah, I think it's meant to be more of a convenience of having it just there. But maybe it but is. But that's also. actually quite smart to cool yeah, it down. Now, yeah. now it would cool down. And then until you've got the heater on. But then it's going <laughs> to warm. true, yeah. Then <laughs> it's going to warm it up. So, so when, actually, or when, you're, uh, when your radiator breaks down and you have to have. The, uh, the heating on full blast so the engine doesn't overheat. I wanted to talk about uh, what we're trying to get out of creating games. Uh-huh. Why, or what we want to achieve by doing this. Uh-huh. And the reason I want to do this it comes from designer notes. So I was listening to that and the quote was reference, uh, it was a quote, so it's a quote of a quote of someone who was talking about art and they said, the reason of art is to instill an emotion in someone. Mm-hmm. Or in the audience. I can't remember who said it. I really should have looked this up. And so when they said said this this quote in re, uh, in reference to games, I realized that's what we should be wanting to do. What, wh- why do we want to make a game? We want to make a game because we want people to feel joy. Mm-hmm. We want people to enjoy playing it and want to play it more. But there's also games which you play, which says so horror games, when you want to feel scared or mm-hmm. feel... Uh, adrenaline and then there's puzzle fighting games yet. puzzle games when you want to feel that uh satisfaction of when you complete the puzzle and stuff like that so we what do we i mean at the moment we're kind of just playing making a game where we want to just it's just a fun yeah fun i think it's a fun one definitely the multiplayer one is is about um it's a bit more competitive yeah yeah but also like just enjoying it with a friend mm. like i think it will very much be like old school co-op where you sat down with someone in the same room or at the same table. Putting co-op in. That's what we should do. Well, in terms of yeah. uh, what I'm saying is a, a co-op um, experience where, because now when you play multiplayer, you just play online. Yeah. And you don't which, sit on the same couch yeah. with the person you're playing. Like it used to be like you play Halo, he kills you, you punch him in the arm next to you. <laughs> yeah. And the latest Halo, Halo 5 has no local co-op. Wow. It has local multiplayer. But no local co-op. Okay, interesting. Which sucks because the whole the my favorite memories of Halo are playing co-op with my brother mm-hmm. and going through the, the campaigns together. Mm-hmm. And that's why anyone who's vaguely mentions Halo, I'm just like, do you want to play co-op? <laughs> do, you want, do you want to come over to my house? Literally any time, we'll play co-op. <laughs> have we? We haven't even mentioned what our game's about yet, have we? No. Is it a thing we should leave for later? No, I think we should keep that we'll as keep a, a little like secret. A, keep it a little secret. But there, I guess there's elements of a single player, elements of a multiplayer. Elements of hopefully, game. Hopefully. It's a game. It's a game. What do we, we're going to start off on computer. and So, yeah, we're going to develop it for for PC first and then port it across to iOS and Android. 
effectively. <clears throat> and that choice was just to make it easier. So we're going to develop it for PC just to make it easier to develop and then move it across to mobile. Yeah, And maybe we'll throw Mac in there at some point as well. I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure with the new version that's a... It will be an easy export. Or just, well. just, just, just export out to anything. But um, yeah. What's so? What's your reason for wanting to make a game? Well, I want to make a game. Because how how long have you wanted to make a game? Has this been a recent thing or a long term? Uh, it was thing? kind of a fairly recent thing, but so it's it's it wanting to specifically make a game was a recent thing, and it kind of started when I got a game maker. Mm-hmm. That's how I bought humble humble bundle. <laughs> But it kind of brings a couple of things that I like together. So one thing is I get to play games and I get to think up how games are going to work, which I quite enjoy. Another thing is I get to do a load of coding. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to find projects for learning coding for a while now. And, and a lot of them are either really boring or beyond, way beyond me. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one in Game Maker is actually, whilst there's a lot of stuff I'm having to look up and stuff, it's, it's at a level it's within your scope. And I can keep on adding more and more stuff. Mm-hmm. So I've had to learn a heap of GML. Mm-hmm. That's a game maker language. And it's got that kind of creative collaboration idea where it's something that we can work on as a group mm-hmm. or as a pair. Mm-hmm. Uh, or whatever. So we can work on it as Multiple a collective. Yep. So you've got someone to bounce ideas off. Because I found anything when I've tried to do something creative by myself, it kind of grinds to a halt because exactly, yeah. you haven't got that when ideas don't, they just kind of just fizzle out. You yeah. haven't got anyone to kind of hit the back with a bit of energy. And that's been new to me as well. Like the puppies of watermelon, the whole thing has been like mm. this podcast and the game now. Like that's the first time uh, I've worked with other people. I've done, we've done music with Russ and stuff like that. But um, in terms of like a, a long-term project, it just having another person's like, because you always have down, down bits and up bits and, Hopefully, when someone's down, the other person's up. and Yeah, and when you've you got every project you start, you'll start off with a great rate because you're really ex- enthusiastic about it, mm-hmm. you're excited. And then when that wears off, that's, usually when, that's yeah. usually when they die. So yeah. you need someone else to kind of push you through that. I've got that many like <laughs> game projects that have had or oh, 10, 20 hours of development, and then that's it. Mm. <laughs> like Just prototypes, that's it. You just get that far, and then you're just like, oh, I'm bored of this now. Yeah. So you need you need to be working in a group so you've got a reason to keep on going. And there's something cool about games, I think, in that I've heard also it's like uh, there's so much involved. There's so many different parts. Like there's the art, there's the programming, there's the sound, which we haven't even touched sound. But oh, we're, we're I we'll, near we'll be able to, to, we'll be able to do it. Like I, I yeah. faith in our skills. But um, there's so many different elements that you create everything. And then it all comes down and comes in this one package that people can experience, and that's yeah. pretty cool. And it's gonna, it's it's gonna, it is gonna be a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But at the end, hopefully, it's gonna be something that's just gonna be sweet, and we should be able to sit there and go, "We did that. Mm-hmm. It was awesome." Like I'm training, for, I say training. I'm started training for a marathon now. Yeah. So my uncle and aunt are coming out down to Australia in June. Yeah. And they're. My uncle's a very, very avid marathon runner, and sometimes marathons aren't enough for him. He runs quite a lot of ultra marathons. Yeah. Uh, and my aunt is also going to marathons, so they're coming out. They're going to run the Perth marathon. And when we were organising this, they were just like, "Hey, why don't why don't you do it as well?" And I was stupid enough to go, "Do you know what? Yes, I will." <laughs> so now I've got. To, now you know I've, got what? To, I've thought about it, and yes. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much. So I was just like, "Why not?" 
there was they, there was one point when my uncle was just like kind of like oh you could just you know you could just do the relay with your friends instead and I was just like uh, nah. Got, that, gonna, how many laps of the football over this marathon again? Is it three, four? Well, I'll tell you one thing. I didn't realise when I first looked at the map that there was two laps of it. <laughs> I first looked at the map and went, yeah, that looks about right. That'll be awesome. And then later on, I was looking at it in more detail and I went, why is it like, why is it saying 20 kilometres when it's getting yeah, it's towards the end? It's going to be demoralising when and, you get to the finish line, you have and, to do it again. And they're like, off you go. Go Ooh. on, you got to go again. I wonder how many people just get there halfway and they're like, nah, that's enough. <laughs> Probably. I mean, it's... One thing I didn't realize was that this one, the perf- so like the city to surf is the other big marathon in Perth, mm-hmm. and that one does like five k, ten k, half marathon, marathon. This one just does marathon. So the perf- so there wasn't a choice of doing a half marathon. I I'm gonna have to do a half marathon before it, as part of the training. Mm. I can't remember which one, but anyway. So what the point I was making this was I'm gonna have a lot of work to get through at that point. And it's going to take heaps of effort. It's going to have to do training. And then when I get to the marathon itself, that's going to, the amount of effort I'm going to have to go through to get through that. But hopefully by the end of it, I'm going to have something that I can look at and go, do you know what? I did that. You did the marathon. I did that. I'd never have to do it again, but I did it. Yeah. Or maybe I'll suddenly be like, that's it. It's not far enough. I need to go further. (laughs) Ultra marathon. No, they just whip it. Like my uncle's done things like 100 kilometer walks. Every now and then does a 100 mile walk. There's a guy that that wrote this book about ultramarathons. I can't remember his name. He's, he's... They are mad people. Yeah, he loves it. He reckons it gets addictive, but he talks about yeah. these times where he just gets delusional. It does not sound like oh, a fun yeah. time. Like, and you say he'll go on holidays with his family, and they'll drive there, but he'll leave two days earlier and run there. <laughs> yeah, just, I'm just gonna run. See you there. Oh Jesus! It's like 200 miles away. Yep. Um, There's points when so. I mean, my, my uncle's my, the main like point of view I have on this, but he said there was one, I think it was a hundred mile walk he was doing this point this time. One point when in like the second night or something, because you get, oh no, you get 36 hours on to do it. So at some point, like three in the morning, uh, so like the, and the bits they planned for the night, they tried to make the route at that point really easy to follow. Otherwise you're going to get people who are tired. Yeah. And uh, no, so you're going to get them lost. And that's just going to be a pain. So there's one point when they had to get you across a field and it couldn't, and it was, the whole point was going straight across the field and like, how are we going to do this? I know we're going to put like a, a road of lights and just put like loads of camping lights down and it follows. But it looks fine normally. And yeah, it's easy to follow, but you get there and you've been walking for like 25 hours or something. And it's just, apparently it just looked really weird because there was just these lights floating and they're like, just follow the lights. And you just follow <laughs> See, I can see how you can get delusional because you've just been doing this for so long. Why are they all curved? I'm not sure why. Yeah. They keep on moving. They keep on swaying from side to side. No, you're swaying from side to so side. So what's your training going to be? I've got a 16-week program and that starts in uh, just over a week. So, I've got to, But I've got to get into shape for that. Because I did... I, I tried a 6.5K yesterday and that nearly killed me. And that's like the second day of the training program. Oh, no. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have to get in shape before I'm able to get in shape. Where did you get the program from? Uh, running Magazine. Again, my, my uncle sent it because mm-hmm. I was, he was just like, oh, here's a training program. And I got it. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll look at that in a moment. Put it off for a bit. And then I was starting to get really worried because I was just like, I need to get around to looking at that. I need to find out how much time I've got to catch up on. And guys, it's going to be hard. And then I put it in. Hey, you got two weeks to go <laughs> until I start. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, there's something I really like about it. it must be my OCDness about like plans like that. Mm. Love setting up schedules, plans. I love setting them up. Not so good at following yeah, through. Yeah, sticking sticking to them pretty hard. Yeah. At least for this one, I've got a very definite goal, and I've also got rest days. Oh, they're good. So that helps. I don't know how well it'll fit in with Pooch Patrol, but I've got to Might catch up with heap heap about yeah, that anyway. Yeah, I'm so behind. So maybe I'll just work out how many it's going to be and then make that Pooch Patrol. So I don't. Maybe I won't do seven next season. Mm-hmm. Seven's hard. It is. It depends. On the, I mean, I reckon seven patrols in a week is easily doable. It's just that idea of doing one a day is hard. Well, I think it's well, yes, and I think also the expectation. Like I've every season comes around, I'm like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to like go running on all the all the patrols or do like physical exercise yeah. it's like no you should want to do some walking every now and then or just take it easy like yeah. still do something yeah just, and you no. get, get to a friday and it's like do you really want to get changed and go for a run and get all sweaty or would just walking back from the bus station be enough then you can get into a trap where you do too much yeah of and then you're just like well i did that yesterday and some people want to do just walking some people that's that's what they want to get out of it they just want to get outside yeah. the moon but it depends what level. So it's kind of up to you about what you do. I mean, they're having some patrols where I'll kind of be like, ah, yeah, that counts. <laughs> and you're looking back at it, nah, it doesn't really, yeah. does it? You're just, you're just cheating. But and then there's also other patrols where you're like, oh, I was running for like four hours. No. It's tough. Did you have any other topics? Uh, oh, I guess, I guess we should talk more about that game thing, though. Like, I reckon it's going to become an underlying theme of the devlog. And what we're doing. Because if we're going to keep on... It's going to take a lot of time to do. I mean, we have no even vague idea of release. Yeah, I have no idea when, it, when the release is going to be. I'm not even ready to even speculate. <laughs> I mean, like, if, if if people were looking up to me and going, 2017, I'd be like, mm, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Because there's a lot to finish. Oh, yeah. Every, everything you do, you just like, oh, yeah, we'll just do this and this. And then we can start doing... You know, oh, yeah. And then we'll get onto animations and sound. And you're like... With everything I do, every time I open up and start working on it, the list like, gets longer. It gets longer, so if, if it's getting all that stuff I think we're just about to get onto, it gets further away. Yeah. And then you just do a bit more and it gets further away again. You're like, I don't even know if we're ever going to get there. I was telling Nat, like, uh, when you showed me last time the menu, mm. and she's like, oh, what's what, what new things are added? I was like, well, he's added a main menu system. He's like, oh, yeah. No, no, no. no. Like, there's like, there's sub-menus and as well. Like, I've never done a sub-menu before. I've only ever done a menu. And, like, you can scroll through with the keys and make a menu. It's like, ah, oh, cool. And you're like, no, no, you don't, no, you don't get it. Like, you, you, he's literally, there's not the, like, a, the it's not a Word time. document. And you're not saying, okay, next line, this, next line, this. No, you're creating the... Every single, every single option in there requires more code. And then you've got, if this menu creates more menus, right, you don't need to make that code again. And then you've got it's to almost work like out. it's to make a baby. It's not just the fun times. Like you don't just insert yeah. one thing into another thing and then you have a baby. No, you have to actually create the DNA. Yeah. And what we've is had, DNA? You have to <laughs> create we, DNA. We, from we've scratch. had the fun bit. That's right. We have that rough night. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> now this is the consequences. Now we've got to keep on building that together. We've got to just keep on adding sales, building up, shaping it up. And then maybe in a couple of months or years. And you've like, <laughs> you've pretty much surpassed my programming knowledge. I've done some programming before. That helps. And you, but you transitioned into Gmail very quickly. Like I remember oh, the yeah. first night, I was showing you how Game Maker worked, and I kind of had a leg up just because I know where <laughs> things were. And now yeah. I'm like opening up your scripts and like, hmm, 
Okay, I'm probably going to have to look at this a bit further to see what's going on. <laughs> Shall I start putting notes in about which bits you can and can't touch? No, not that. But, um, NB, don't touch this bit, Copes. Copes, stay out. Close the file now. <laughs> Close the file. Even I don't know what this bit does. <laughs> That's it. It's a mystery. There is definitely a couple of bits already where I'm looking at them going, I can't remember what I was doing there. Oh, that's the worst. Like, I've I've coded, uh, most of my coding is website stuff. Mm. And I'll go back and I'll, I'll try and edit a simple thing. And especially because I haven't written any comments because I'm like, I can't remember what this chunk does. Oh, you just kind of put something in and you go, I don't need to put a comment on that. It says what it is. Yeah, it's really it's easy, easy to work It's out. easy. But man, if I had to go edit some parts of websites that I made, I would never be able to do it again. I'm not sure what. There's, there's so many bits. So I'm looking at something and going, right, I now need to reference this variable. I kind of remember what it's called, but I'm not sure. The only problem with looking it up is I can't remember where it is. Where it is, yeah. <laughs> there's no list. I'm like, did I do that in this object or this object? Was it a global variable? <laughs> Anyone who's made a game or made something like that before will sympathize. Anyone else, you just won't. That's as soon anyone at all who doesn't do computing just doesn't understand. I remember talking, and it's happened more than once, is I've been saying about at work the amount of bugs we have to look at, kind of find, and we find them after it's been released, report them, and they get fixed. And there are people who are just like, what? Can you just not make a, I mean, you're like a, a development company. Can't you just make something to check it for all the bugs? And I'm like, do you know? Do us how much more work that would create. <laughs> we're now having to build something to make the bugs, and we're going to now have to debug the debugger. <laughs> we're not we're, we're not in any position like a company like Microsoft or Apple to be able to have banks and banks of testers to do that kind of testing. Yeah, there's, I've got mad respect for a few things like uh, the forums that Push Patrol runs on, and mm. things like uh, I, I'm a big nerd. I've got this budget program so it's called you need a budget bloody love it it's the best thing ever but they're very much um not how software used to be made where you just make this product and then sell it in a shop and that's it they're subscription based which is just the way things are now so you pay a yearly fee for them yeah but with that you get constant support and upgrades and the upgrades come out continuously it's kind of what you want with a lot of stuff now is this a vast amount of the software out there now is, is, in a in a way, depending on how you look at it, is unfinished. Yep. And you go, we're always going to be adding new features and fixing things and changing this and changing that, and then we can't tell what we're going to what we're going to need this time next year, so we'll have to fix it at that time. Mm-hmm. So you go and a subscription base is way better. Oh, it just makes sense for software. Yeah. And it's cool. You just see, like, next time you log in, you're like, these are all the things we fixed. I'm like, man, that's really cool. Good idea. Like, But, yeah, it's definitely from, I feel like I'm on the side of computing where I can tell to a point what is and isn't hard. And then you get some people who are just like, oh, yeah, can you just ask them to change it so you move this button over here and it does this? Yeah, it shouldn't be too hard. And I'm looking at them going, you have no idea what you've just asked to be done. Yeah. You have no idea at all. And anyone who doesn't know anything about computing and you're just like, Oh, can you just uh, just write a program to do this? Just it, it won't work like that. It won't like, what you just said, that's going to be 10,000 lines. And a lot of money. Yeah. Um, I get the, for some reason, I've got this sick fascination of uh, I love keeping my apps up to date. Mm. So, like, when I get in Wi Fi, I'm updating my phone, updating my laptop, updating my tablet. And it just feels good. Everything I got, I keep in the latest version. And I know that I, I used to be. A li- on some things I used to only update 
certain times because I was the kind of person who was like, oh, I don't want any, I don't want it to be unstable and stuff. But when you're looking at it now, I'm like, it's always going to be unstable. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be bugs. Do you know what? In the next version, some of them are fixed. (laughs) If anything, it does get better. Uh, Some of them, some more might be added in, but you know, some are fixed. (laughs) Every now and then you do get a version where you're like, this is actually so broken, I can't use it. But you just kind of wait for the next one. Yeah. If that's the case, it'll get fixed quickly. You'll certainly know it in like the the store reviews of mm. the product. More yeah. people love commenting. When we release version one of the game, I'm sure there'll be something we've missed. Oh, and 100%. like within a week, we'll get some email of someone going, so uh, the game completely crashed and wiped my phone. You know, the cool <laughs> thing is, that means someone's playing it. Yes. <laughs> and that's cool. It will, that will be cool. Oh man. To finish the game, that'll be amazing. Just you wait. We're going to have to like, when when we're getting closer to finishing, we're going to have to start doing like, press junkets we're gonna to have to do trailers i mean oh, we're gonna we're gonna to have to do a tour to promote it oh uh oh we're gonna to have to do everything we'll have to probably um sponsor a nascar yeah we'll have, i reckon that sounds like a good idea we'll probably. do that we'll sponsor a nascar race yeah it's probably I mean, a super bowl ad yeah super, i mean we don't if, we, if we're going to do this you know we might as well do it properly yeah the budget should allow for that what budget <laughs> <laughs> lack of budget uh I got some interesting, an interesting little thing. I want. I you might not find this interesting, uh-huh. but I. Um, it's I, not a I, good way to start a story. By the I way. quite often it, it's it's something that I look at and go. I find that really interesting. I can also see how some people are just gonna be like, and what hit me. But with this, I spend a lot of time just going around on Wikipedia, and every now and then I think of something like, I wonder what the biggest like today. I wonder what the deepest mine is in the world, or something like. That. I wonder what the so and so of this. Uh, the other, a while ago, I looked up what the largest stadium in the world was. I think it was uh, yet another time when I was like, oh, that's, th- is this the biggest rugby stadium? So, like, I think Twickenham's the biggest rugby stadium and the MCG's the biggest cricket stadium. Mm-hmm. Do you want to guess which country has the biggest stadium of anything? Just take, take well, it. Well, my which, guess would be America. You guess it's America? But I'm oh. guessing it's wrong. That's wrong. Based on your hands. Yeah, okay. So, where... where do you want to guess again? I'll give you a couple uh, of guesses. Uh, well, go on the polar opposite. Probably like in a South Africa? Nope. Wrong. Hmm. No idea. No idea. Go on. Get, where else? If you're thinking big, big buildings, where, where's, where's, what kind of countries are screaming out to you? Russia. Nope. <laughs> North Korea. Yes. Really? Yes. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. The world's biggest stadium is in North Korea. Is that and the what? problem career or South Korea the problem career? <laughs> the problem depends which side you're on. Uh, no, North Korea is the communist one that has okay. Kim Jong Un, okay. right? So when I found this out, I was just looking at it. I went, nah, someone's made this is someone's gone in there and changed jokes around. Nope, legit, and it's a massive stadium as well. What do they play? It's it's they don't Quidditch. Yeah. It's like I think as far as I can tell, the main thing it's used for is just they have this yearly like. Um, a yearly festival about North Korea. Yeah. That's, apparently that's the biggest thing they could use it for. I mean, I've got, I've got this thing here. The capacity is 114,000. Ooh. Okay. The main pitch size is 22,500 square meters. Total floor space over 207,000 square meters. It's just this colossal place. And I've had no idea that was where it was going to be. What I want to do with this, though, so that's an interesting thing, uh, I think, 
technical thing is you're just like, no way, that's cool. I love finding out these things when you're just like, it's random trivia, which is completely unexpected. So if yeah. anyone out there has mm, random some trivia. really cool trivia that they think, I know this really random thing, or today I found out this this really weird thing that you'd never imagine, just send it send it in. Tweet, tweet at us, mm-hmm. or send us a message on the website. Mm-hmm. And if we think it's cool, and I reckon we probably will, maybe we'll, uh, we'll share it. And then you can have it. Enlighten a, people. Yeah, enlighten people. And every now and then we can send out something which is completely wrong, <laughs> but we are unaware. And let's face it, everything, that, that, that information is eventually going to be out of date. Bad, but it's that's, cool right now. Man, that's good. I can't believe I guessed North Korea. I, I, I was, yeah, you when, when, you, when you guessed it, I was just thinking, no, how did you get that? <laughs> you got any inspirational quotes this week? Oh, actually, I can give you an instant quote. Instant quote? Because I might, I did this mostly for me, but on my website, I got like all my favorite quotes. Let me just, let me just, just that is copestyleland.com for anyone who doesn't know. But anyway, down the bottom. That was not very good. That's a bad example. Let me refresh the page. <laughs> Just go find a new one. Oh, that was not very good either. <laughs> I need to end on a good one. Hold on. How about this for inspiration? I always wondered why somebody doesn't do something about that. Then I realized I was somebody. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's the one we're going to keep. Lily Tomlin. Should we start, announce it now? Announce it. Announce it. We're going to start making and selling puppies and watermelon Branded shirts. I say branded. I don't think that's the, that's not the word I was looking mm. for. What was I looking for? We don't exactly know what's going to. We're be not going to brand it. It's, they're going to be puppies and watermelon produced. Produced that's shirts. It. So we're going to be starting making our own shirt lines. And I feel like a large reason this is because I need some new shirts. I need some new t-shirts. Well. Yeah, but maybe other people want new shirts as well. Maybe you want some. I mean, we'll 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 start throwing some. Not say throwing some. We'll start putting some together. And yep. then, uh, if you've got ideas of, of things you want to see on there by all means let us know let us know and then we'll steal them yeah and we won't give you any credit for them no not no. at all <laughs> you may think that we'd give you a free t-shirt but we won't mm, fairly, fairly. no that, that, <laughs> we're not we're not until we're turning over enough that's not happening <laughs> we'll owe it to you <laughs> yeah I I owe you yeah look, you're getting an IOU. you no but that's an idea we've, we've had recently and uh I'm wondering if the music's already started and I've turned it down that has happened. Oh no, is it recorded? It's been the going for the top of it. Oh, you'll be out of it. No, you'll, you'll be able to hear it. It's fine. So that's all we've got time for this week. Oh, thanks for listening. <laughs> on that note, make sure to uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Tarquin Ultimate. I'm at Coach Stalin. Uh, if you'd like to message us, uh, send us a message at www.puppiesandwatermelon.com. Yeah, you can find lots of things about the podcast, uh, including where you can like us on Facebook where you can download the podcast I'm imagining if you're listening to this you've worked that out by now yeah. congratulations yeah. Uh, you, you can also soon see the devlog of the game that we're making so if you want to know what it's all about uh, probably not go there right now but soon uh, there will be the link will it's be coming functional. pretty soon and also on that website at the bottom you can send us a message or get a link to our Patreon to support the show mm-hmm. so thanks for listening thanks for stopping by and uh, we'll catch you next time Hopefully no one's watching you sleep. Good night.
about it. But did you watch Which the stadium all this year? Yeah, I did, actually. Did you did you see that stadium? That looked like massive. I actually didn't see how big the stadium was going to be. Did you? Well, she's got tiers on tiers. Oh, they always... Uh, some of those places... The the one they had in New Orleans is another one I watched. That mm-hmm. place is massive, and that's got a permanent roof. The, the one they had it in this year, where was it? Was it in Austin? Mm. Oh, it'd be really, really good if we could know that one. <laughs> uh, but that one had an openable roof. I know that because they opened it so Lady Gaga right. could jump that's in. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yes, again, the halftime show was a letdown. Um, speaking of, um, uh, do you know this? This is related. It does not. I don't know. Do you know why um, weddings are traditionally very emotional? Because people are getting married. I don't know. No, because the um, the wedding cake has tears. I think have you told this joke yeah, on the I'm podcast. Really sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just needed an excuse to say it again. It's Any like my excuse. favorite. <laughs>